Montrospective and Thrive Once More are proud to present Self-Tember, a month that's all about self-care awareness and you. Each Tuesday, Montrospective is handing over the mic to some very special guest hosts who have advice, tips, and inspiration to share regarding your self-care. Follow at Montrospective on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and make sure to visit Montrospective.com for feature blogs and self-care resources. Self-Tember is your time to make a positive shift in your self-care. Enjoy. Dr. Ann Morgan of Thrive Once More is dedicated to guiding you towards a life of wellness based on holistic healing for the entire body. It's a multidimensional path to wellness, focusing on your whole self so that your health journey can be as successful as possible. Dr. Ann Morgan's methods are simple and effective, bridging the gap between hormones and wellness counseling. Find out more by visiting thriveoncemore.com. We're rounding out self-tumber with a full circle moment for me. First of all, I hope you've learned a lot, you were entertained, and most importantly, took the time to care for yourself. Today, we're going to talk about social self-care, and I cannot stress enough how important this piece of self-care really is. My co-hosts are five of the most genuine, inspiring, and brilliant women I have ever known. And fun fact, we've never met each other in person. We're going to talk about how we did meet and how we created a bond that has helped each of us grow as well as get through difficult times. It's about friendship, support, laughter, and no judgment. Welcome to Montrospective, Tammy, Jen, Lindsay, Vanessa, and Christy. The Montrospective listeners might recognize Tammy and Lindsay as they've both been guests. Um, in fact, Lindsay's now making her third appearance. And Tammy, I believe this is number two for you. So before we get into how we met, let's take a minute and introduce ourselves to everyone. You've already heard a lot about me in episode 15, so I won't bore you with much more. But I'm Heather, creator and host of Montrospective. I live in the Kansas City, Missouri area. Tammy, welcome to Montrospective. Hi, Heather. Hi, girls. Um, I'm from Melbourne, Australia. I've written a book called Breaking the Habit of Dating Your Past. And I met Heather and the girls online. So, yeah. And all the way from, it's usually summer here and winter there. But at the moment, it's now, we're actually in spring. So nice to be heading back to summer. Yeah, it's very strange to see you all bundled up while the rest of us are still like in tank tops and shorts and all of that. But that's the fun of all of this too. All right. Welcome, Tammy. Glad to have you here. Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay Johnson. I am in Florida and I am a co-creator of the Vibrant Course and I have a passion for health and wellness and promoting health promotion to other folks. And Lindsay, I feel like I've talked to you more in the last couple of weeks than I have in the last six months. So happy to have you back. You've got a lot of wisdom to share. So um, I'm sure the listeners will be excited to hear about another side of you as well. Christy, welcome to Montrospective. Hey, Heather. So glad to be here. Um, so I'm Christy. I live in Indianapolis, Indiana. And um, we met through an online book course. And I'm excited to talk about how special this has all become. Christy is one of my favorite people because she's our resident comedian, much like I am. She has us rolling on all these Zoom calls. So I'm hoping for some good nuggets today, Christy. So uh, yeah, think of some good ones. Um, Vanessa, welcome to Montrospective. Hi. Um, well, I'm Vanessa. I'm from Germany. 
And yeah, in the beginning, it was a little bit difficult for me to open up because I, I'm not a native speaker and I didn't know how to express my feelings. But with all of you, you welcomed me with an open heart and open ear. And I feel so blessed to meet all of you. And yeah, you helped me through a lot of hard times. And I'm very, very happy that I can call you my friends. So Okay, yeah. I'm tearing up already. You got to stop that. We're <laughs> like five minutes into this. Yeah, Vanessa is from Germany and she does not give herself enough credit. The girl speaks brilliant English. Mm -hmm. I can't speak a lick of German to save my life. So Vanessa, don't worry about any of that. We understand you completely. And, you know, we're, we're thrilled that you're here as well. And finally, rounding it out with Jen. Best for last, right? <laughs> I'm Jen. Um, hi, ladies. Good to see y'all faces and talk to y'all. I am from Roanoke, Virginia. Uh, I am a admin in retail, and I am really big into genealogy, family history, supporting the military, and yeah. So what's interesting about us, because now you've heard, we're literally from all over the globe, not just all over the United States, mm -hmm. but all over the globe. So how did this group of crazy people become friends? And I say crazy with the utmost love and respect. Um, we have a very unconventional friendship. We met, as um, Christy mentioned, during an online course that we all just randomly took. And it was designed to help us decide and discover what our why is and, and how to become inspired. I think in a way, all of us were missing something in our lives around that time. And ironically, I think a lot of it was a friendship, was this kind of connection. And because it's unconventional, it's not somebody that I can just meet up for a drink with down the street. It's somebody that I have to be like, okay, can you do a Zoom call at this time? Or, you know, we text back and forth. We've got a great WhatsApp text chain going that keeps me rolling constantly. So I guess I want to talk a little bit about that first. You know, we did most of us meet back in November, 2019. Um, and I just kind of want to talk to you a little bit about what your first impressions were of each of us and why we remained friends, why the group of us decided to stick together, because there were more people in this course as well. But what was it about the six of us that kept us connected? Does anybody have any initial thoughts? I think it was that open heartedness, yeah. just that, yeah, that, that, so we were able to make that connection because we, we were willing to share. And the good thing about it was we we're all in a, a different time zone. So if somebody needed something in one time zone, I could be awake or, or um, you know, you guys in the US or, you know, Vanessa could be awake. So it was really handy. If you guys were asleep, I could message Vanessa with, hi, how are you going? Because I knew she'd be up. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And I don't know, there was just, you know, how you vibe off people. And, you know, we're all from different backgrounds. Every one of us, we have potentially different religious beliefs or political beliefs or whatever the case may be. And none of that has ever come up. None of that really matters. It, it has always been about what's in our heart, what's in our mind, what we need support with. And I think that's such a huge part of self-care is having, whether you call it a soul tribe or whatever the case, you know, maybe that you have a group of people that you can go to. 
And for me, it used to be physical friendships. It used to be, you know, having someone physically in my life. And it actually has been such an amazing gift to have all different types of friends from all over the place who give me advice from all different points of view as well, which is super beneficial. And we've been able to root each other on, you know, through this course, we all kind of determined what we want to do with our lives and what our actual purpose is. And we're all cheering each on, cheering each other on in our own, you know, different corners. And, you know, some of us are really getting to the point of making something happen. Some of us are just gearing up to make stuff happen. And I think that's a beautiful thing. What do you guys have to say about that? Because I could talk forever. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of something you just said is really important was that, you know, we don't, we're not divided. Like, you know, we here in the U.S. really feel a division right now. And so, like you said, we never speak about that. We don't talk about politics. We don't need to because we're so connected in other ways that, um, you know, that doesn't even matter. So we don't talk about the, the division and um, it's not a part of who we are as a group. And so I think that's part of why we're so drawn to one another is because we're not feeling that divide that a lot of people, like I said, especially here in the U.S., are feeling right now. Well, and there's a level of absolutely no judgment at all whatsoever. Um, yeah. You know, I've never looked at any of you in a different light or in a crossway or anything like that. Like, I truly respect each and every one of you for who you are inherently as a human being. And I don't think a lot of people do that these days anymore. You look for what's wrong in somebody else and you nitpick and you start fights and things like that. And we've had nothing but love and support for months. You know, we're going on a year, if you can believe that craziness. I mean, really, it's it's been amazing. And we all joke about wanting to meet up someday. And hopefully after this pandemic, we're going to be able to do that. But, you know, we connected in this way which is amazing. And when the course ended, we were, you know, could have easily just walked away. We could have easily just said, well, it's been great knowing you. Maybe I'll catch you on Facebook sometime, whatever. But we all made a conscious effort to say we want to stay in touch with each other. So we started doing these weekly Zoom calls. And and I was happy to host them and happy to do them. And I was almost trying to make my own little course out of it. But it really, in the end, was all about us just laughing, goofing off, telling stories, having a great time. And then on some calls, it was like, I had the most crappy day, work sucked, this is going on, this family member's driving me crazy, whatever. And we were there for each other during all of that. So how has our friendship affected other friendships in your life that aren't like this? Well, I'll say for me, I jumped into this group a little later than everybody else. And I took the same course, but at a different time and got connected with Heather. And then she invited me to join in with this group. And immediately everybody welcomed me with open arms. And I felt that right from the very first call that everybody was supportive and not judgmental. And I was free to say and do whatever felt right to me. And I have never felt any judgment from that. And so I think having that from a group of, um, at first, perfect strangers 
really points out that the people that might be in your daily physical life are not all like that. And I think it's a good kind of spotlight on what other relationships look like and how to maybe phase out of the ones that aren't as supportive as this group. Because this has meant a lot to me and you guys welcomed me even after you had initially formed a bond with each other. Well, I wouldn't have invited you had I not known you were already good people. So, <laughs> but you bring up a good point, Lindsay, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts about detachment, about letting go of those relationships in your life that maybe aren't serving the best good for you. Um, and I couldn't imagine doing that with this group. I mean, literally every time I have an issue or a problem, or I just want to share some good news, the five of you are who I go to. You're the first people I think of, well, besides my husband who's editing this. So Anthony, of course I tell you, but, um, (laughs) for my girls, I got to tell my girls, you know, that's what I call you guys all the time. You're my girls. And, um, I just think it's been amazing. Jen, did you have something you wanted to add? Yeah, I wanted to add too that, you know, in person relationships sometimes with women or even I guess digital world, you know, we can be so competitive with each other. And I love the fact that we support each other no matter what and there is no competition, no matter what I guess side of the path that we're on at the moment. That is a completely valid true statement. And if nobody else said it, I was going to because you know, women can be very catty and mm-hmm. um I've never felt that from any of you at all. It's, it's always been love and kindness and support. And what can I do to help? That's the first, first question we give to each other is what can we do to help? How can we make this better? You know, is it just some support? Is it a kind word? Do we need to brainstorm some ideas? What do we need to do to help each other? And you don't get that a lot. That's a, that's a really good point is, you know, there's always like an ulterior motive or something involved if you're, you know, if you're being nice to another woman or whatever. And, and that's not like that in this case. So I agree completely. Um, some of our zoom calls have lasted like up to five hours long, you know, I mean, I've hung out with some friends before that I'm like, Hey, you're pretty cool. But at the two hour mark, I'm like, I gotta go. We have talked for five hours and could keep going. I mean, it's literally like one of us is finally going to say, um, it's time to cook dinner or it's time to go to bed or Vanessa's falling over because it's, you know, 1 a.m. in Germany, you know, I mean, it's, it's funny. So, you know, what is it about us that keeps the conversation going? Any theories on that? We just can't get in with each other. Let's say that again, Jen. I was saying we can't get enough of each other. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Um, I think of it too is that when we're, when we're all together and for me, it feels like that the advice is so much more genuine. There's no, um, what do I want to say? There's, there's no story behind the advice that we're giving each other because we, we're not, we don't know each other's backgrounds and relationships. And, and so it's all pure and honest advice. And that's something that I've really uh, appreciated because when this all started, I think the girls are going to agree. I was the shy, quiet type. And it took me probably three, three, maybe four calls before I really started 
um, jumping in. And when I started jumping in, I couldn't stop. And so... <laughs> Um, it's, been well, crazy. it's funny. I have to. I have to point out that there's four of us laughing. Lindsay wasn't a part of that initial group, so she doesn't know. But there's four of us laughing right now because to think of you as quiet and shy or whatever is just a foreign concept to all of us. Because you are the life of the party. You're the comedian. You're the jokester. All of that stuff. But again, that's kind of like what you were saying. It's just kind of proof that with the right group of people, you're willing to open up and share your life. Yeah. Well, and we're and glad you did that too. <laughs> thanks. But again, I think a big part of that is the trust in one another. I, I, like you were saying earlier, Heather, when I have something I want to share, my girls, my tribe, they're, they're the first ones I want to talk to and tell. So it's just been incredible. Well, and something I kind of want to bring up too is that you know, the irony isn't lost on us that we have each other during one of the most craziest times in history. We're in the middle of a pandemic. And what we realized very quickly is how much we are alike. We are much more alike than we are different. And we were all going through the exact same thing at the exact same time, all of the unsuredness, the fear, the unknowing, all of that. And we were able to help each other through it. Whereas if this was just a United States problem, you know, Vanessa and Tammy might've been sensitive to it, but they wouldn't have necessarily understood what we were going through and vice versa. So, you know, I think that's really unique for us as well is that we've had, you know, conversations about what's going on in Germany, what's going on in Australia, you know? And I think yeah. that's uh, pretty interesting as well. For me personally, when I'm going through a hard time or you got, you ladies refuel me, you know what I mean? Like the vibe that I get from you all. Well, and that's another good thing to point out is I think each of us have gone through our down moments during our friendship thus far. Mine certainly happened in June and July where I was miserable, cut off from the world. Lots of things were going on personally, professionally, and I knew I had you guys to lean on. And I also knew you knew if I wasn't being active and talking and all of that, that there was a reason for it, but there wasn't a week that went by that one or all of you didn't reach out. Hey, how you doing? You know, it, it's kind of that unspoken thing that, okay, we know you're going through some crap, but we're still there for you. And, you know, that usually comes with friendship over time. You know, I mean, we're not even a year in yet. And I feel like I've known you guys forever. Mm -hmm. um, I do want to talk a little bit about what self-care activities each of you do um, to help keep yourself grounded and centered um, and just kind of more present in the world right now. Tammy, I know you do quite a bit. Do you want to start? Yeah, definitely. So I run a meditation night or it's morning for you guys on Tuesdays and I'm just going to start it up on a Saturday. So Friday night for you guys, um, Vanessa will be in bed <laughs> until our time zones match a bit better. Uh, I find meditation is absolutely crucial and that meditation doesn't have to be, you know, sitting in a chair. You can do it cutting flowers in your garden um, and it just realigns you with your purpose and realigns you with your inner self and it's crucial that we get to know our inner self and 
we can drive our life from there and feel the confidence that we need to because we've got that inner knowing that's guiding us every day. Um, so self-care is definitely some kind of tuning into the core of who you are, whether it's meditation or whether it's, you know, going for a mindful walk and connecting with nature. But it's it's really crucial. And a lot of people have pulled back to it and they're really realising how important it is to be aligned, be aligned with who you are on this earth and come into alignment with your purpose here. And we've all got a purpose. I'm very glad you said that. That has been the theme of this month. If everybody doesn't try meditation once, I will be severely disappointed. I mean, I really won't be, but I really hope everybody does it because it really is a life changer. Um, Vanessa, I know you look at self-care even from a different perspective more from a physical perspective. So can you talk a little bit about what you do? Yeah, I, uh, I do yoga every day. And I also started again with dancing because I used to be a dance teacher and I stopped when I uh, was pregnant. So yeah, but I want to go back to that. And I also um, started um, eating vegan so um i think four weeks now i'm vegan it's not it's not a big change because i was a vegetarian before but vegan was a little bit yeah it was a little step because i i i love eggs or cheese but now i just eat vegan and it's 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 totally great i feel good and yeah, I, I, I try to sleep a lot. I go to bed. Usually I go to bed with Finn, like uh, with my son, like eight or nine in the evening. So I get up at five and I start with yoga and meditation in the morning. And yeah, I also have a dog. I go outside with my dog two times a day and it's perfect nature. We have English garden here, so it's the best thing to have. Uh, some trees, some water, some grass. And yeah, I love, I love the English garden because it's my energy booster in, in the morning. So yeah. That's really my happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy you brought that up, actually, the whole nature thing, because that's been a huge one for me. I go outside minimum once a day now, even if it's just, just in my backyard to watch my dogs run around or whatever, but feeling that connection to nature is really awesome. And Lindsay, I know you share that as well. So what do you do for self-care? As uh, if we don't already know, but maybe surprise us with something else. Well, all of the things that um, Tammy and Vanessa have mentioned have become more recently a bigger part of my self-care. So being outside has been something important for me. So whatever that looks like, going for a walk or getting out on the water or really just anything outside, but yoga and meditation have become much more regular for me really during the pandemic, I'd say. Um, and that's been life-changing, really, really good. Um, but exercise in general for me is a good um, mindset shift because like this afternoon I was tired, I was cranky and all I wanted to do was just lay down. And I said, no, go exercise. You'll feel better. And I did. And uh, so that is one of my come back to reality things that helped me a lot to get back in, in alignment. 
That is fantastic. And like I said on your previous podcast, I'm still waiting for you to rub off on me. You've <laughs> given amazing advice. You've been a motivator, all of that. And yeah, when I'm watching you lift those big barbells and everything in your garage, I'm like, I'm going to eat another bag of chips. Here we go. So here comes the jokester in me. <laughs> all right, Jen, how about you? What do you do for self-care? Well, I took Tammy's book club and I've been doing like a lot of reading about thoughts and just meditating on what I'm thinking about and trying to think more positive and also a lot of prayer and staying in God's word and staying connected with my church has been really helpful for me during this time. That's wonderful. Seeing a theme here. All right, Christy, it's up to you. Does it involve wine, beer? I mean, <laughs> alcohol might be involved, but I'm kind of coming at it from a different perspective because um, I had a life-changing event in losing my job. Um, in, I had been in that particular job for 25 years and I did not realize how my job defined my identity and my self-worth um, until I didn't have that anymore. Um, you know, my job was my success. It was my pride. It was my social life. Um, it was my financial stability and my creative outlook. And, you know, it was kind of my happiness. And so when I lost my job, I kind of lost myself. And that's when I started looking for the course that eventually brought us all together. Um, the course that we all found came with the book. And once I met my girls, I didn't even finish reading the book because I didn't need it anymore. Because everything I needed, um, we got from each other, the strength, uh, learning, you know, through you guys, I'm learning who I am. And that's been a part of what's really helped me because I'm, I carried around that loss for you years and you guys have helped me get over that and find different outlets and different ways of identifying and redefining who I am. That is so big and so key Christy and I'm really glad you brought that up as well because we do tend to have our entire identity centered around something in a way that's superficial mm -hmm. you know like you know, I'm big on archetypes and everything and that, you know, you've got to have a title and this, that, and the other, and you don't, you know, you have to be confident in who you are and know who you are. And what we find, unfortunately, for most of us later in life is that we have spent our entire lives thinking that we're one thing when we're really something else. And when we open those floodgates, it is overwhelming it is gratifying. It makes you happy. Um, and it makes you not want to waste another minute, you know, on anything. You, when you find your purpose, when you find what you really want to do, because Christy, you and I identify in that way as well. You know, I lost my job fairly recently and I've done it my entire career. I've done it for going on 25 years and to not have that anymore was just like, well, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do next? And, you know, I was in an industry that doesn't really exist right now because of everything going on. And that, because of the, you know, the course we took, meeting all of 
us, you know, I've been able to branch out and do things like this, the podcast and create my own LLC and all of these things that I wouldn't have done otherwise, honestly, unless kind of pushed into that situation. So, you know, again, happy you found us and happy we're, you know, continuing to support each other and help pull us out of all these different funks and things like that, that we tend to go through. But yeah, yeah. So I am happy you shared that. Did you have something else you wanted to add before I interrupted you? (laughs) That was good. That was good. Just, okay. I'm just so proud to be a part of this group. Everybody is doing amazing things. And, and I think it's really helped me, you know, you mentioned earlier that some of us aren't, you know, we're all doing it at our own speed. And I'm, I'm kind of like the one still trying to figure out, you know, what I want to be when I grow up. So, um, but the encouragement that I get from this group is just amazing. I I don't know what else to say about it other than, you know, it's just the pure joy of friendship that we're all experiencing. Well, and I think that is a big part of it too, is that we are all doing things at our own pace. Tammy was already a successful published author when we met her, but that wasn't what her final dream was. She's writing more and doing more and she's got other things that, you know, she wants to do. And, you know, Jen is super into genealogy and is just starting to conceptualize what that actually looked like and how she could potentially turn that into a career or a cool side gig or whatever. You know, Vanessa just got some great news and everything, you know, with her career and where that's going. You know, Lindsay's just kicking off Vibrant and everything now, which is going to be awesome. But yes, Christy, now all the focus is on you. I still think yeah. you should be a stand-up comedian. I mean, we all do. You guys haven't even seen how funny this woman is or heard how funny this woman is. She is a character and then some in the best way possible. Um, so no, we're going to get it figured out with you. We will. And we're all going to be hugely successful and we're going to continue this friendship for years to come. So, because each of us brings something a little bit different, you know, um, I look at you and Tammy as two very wise people who have been through a lot in their lives and have been able to help guide me through some difficult situations. And you've got, you know, Jen, Vanessa and Lindsay who, you know, are all on their own path and just now discovering what it is they really want to do with their lives And then you throw me into the mix and I'm a happy combination of everybody. So that's what I kind of feel like I've been through a a little bit of everything too. And I don't know. I just, I I have fun on our calls. I I can't imagine what would happen on the day we meet in person. We've (laughs) laughed and joked about that constantly. Like, should it be in public? Should it be at someone's house? Like what should really go down here? Because it could get interesting. <laughs> a hit reality show, that's for sure. Yeah. Maybe we should just do that. We should just do our own reality show. Call it a day. I think it would be hugely entertaining. I mean, I, I know. What do. Oh. I know what I do when we all meet each other. I know I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. There's our girl. <laughs> I think we've uh, talked about that before, how Christy's going to have to go to the bathroom before she actually comes in a room to meet all of us, because, or we'll just buy you some bedazzled Depends. I mean, we could do that too, so, you know. That's my calling. 
And you don't maybe it is. Maybe you could make fashion underwear for the elderly or something. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I, for the incontinent, whatever. I mean, I'm writing that down so I don't forget it. <laughs> All right, here she comes. And for those of you who are just listening to the podcast, um, you know, I'll try to share some of this video, but. Christy had some technical difficulties early on and she had to use her mom's iPad. So her name is Phyllis. Her alter <laughs> ego is Phyllis. That's right. On uh, the video portion of this podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you guys have any particular stories or bits of wisdom or things you want to share from what your experience has been with this particular friendship? Encourage others to do the same. Yeah, I love how, you know, Christy always um, pops in at the end with her little piece of wisdom from like left field and how, you know, um, some of us would be like rabbiting on and, and chatting away and then suddenly she comes in and boom and we're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love you very much. You're just brilliant. Like what, that's what this is all about, the love that we have for each other. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, it was instant. That was, it was, I felt anyway that, you know, it was, it was instant. My girls, my sisters. <laughs> we <laughs> won't say what you actually call us because it might be controversial. <laughs> no, I thought about that earlier. So no, I won't say it. Yeah. <laughs> between us. Well, I love these calls because I always end up laughing so much and I don't realize how little I'm laughing in my everyday. And then we jump on a call and I'm so reinvigorated and I'm having, it's just fun. It's, it leaves me in such a better place than when we got on and the stories and everything. It just has me in stitches and I love it. Yes. Weren't we going to call it coffee and wine or something? Because it's yes. usually coffee for me and it's wine for you. <laughs> I think we need to start that. Yes, we did talk about that at one point, that you would be having coffee and I would be having wine and Vanessa's going to be drinking warm milk <laughs> to go to bed. So, Well, I can't forget the important drink. Good. Yes, if, if Coca-Cola would like to sponsor Montrospective, I'll, I'll have Jen on as a co-host every single day because the girl is addicted to her Coca-Cola. It that is, is a fact. fact. I have I don't think we've been on a single Zoom call ever that hasn't involved a can of Coca-Cola. So, well, and one more kind of random off topic, but um, question I wanted to bring up is that a few of you are moms. Has any of this affected your relationship with your kids? Like, you know, do you have different sorts of conversations with them now because you've kind of connected on a different level to another group of women and you're trying to, I mean, all of you, you know, that our moms are trying to bring up the next generation of amazing adults and I'm just raising two dogs, so I can't partake in this part of the conversation. But for those of you that are moms, how has this relationship affected your kids or has it? I think for me, it's been important to show my kids the, the value in having people in your life that are unconditionally supportive. Um, and so that they don't feel when they have a thought or idea that they can't express it because it will be judged or squashed and informing those relationships that 
are unconditional. And that's what I feel like we have here. And it's so rare. And I, I don't think I realized how rare it was until I found it. And then right. start to notice, wow, you know, some of my other relationships aren't quite like that. And some of these are people I've been friends with for many years. And yet I can't, I don't tell them X, Y, Z, because I know what they're going to say, and they're not going to agree with me. And I don't feel that in this group. So I think that's the lesson I want to pass to my kids is that finding your core group, whether it's one very special person or a group of people that unconditionally have your back, no matter what, that you can be open and honest with is crucial. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was uh, because of the support of this group. Um, I changed in such a positive way. And I would say for Finn, it's even better because happy mom means happy son. So, um, yeah, uh, we have our problems still, but I mean, he's a toddler, but I became more quiet with him and I, I don't yell at him. I try to explain in a calm way that some, sometimes his behavior is not good. And I think it's because... I mean, you all kn know what I went through and um, it was a hard way to to go this path. And um, yeah, I'm very grateful because you all supported me and you gave me advices and you just listened to me and you you understand, uh, you understood in any, any kind of problems I had and... Um, yeah, I'm very grateful. And I think um, because of all of that, I was a better mom or I became a better mom. So yeah, that's that's what I wanted to share. That's amazing. And we all think you're a great mom anyway. <laughs> Coming to the end here a little bit, and I do want to ask each of you a question. Now, Tammy and Lindsay, yours may be the same because you've answered this question before, but if not, if you've come up with something new, fantastic. But I want to ask what mantra do each of you say to yourself on a daily basis to help keep yourself going? Anybody want to go first before yeah, I start calling on people? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to say this has come through this pandemic and everything that we've been going through. So it's definitely what would my soul say, soul do, what would my soul think and what would my soul feel? So it's just that question, what will my soul think, feel, do in this moment? And it, it, it just brings in this inner wisdom that, I, that connects and calms. So it's like a calming little mantra and I found it to be highly beneficial. So definitely worth it if you want to give it a go. And I've been putting it in as part of the meditations um, each week and I've noticed a, a shift just incredible things start happening when you realign with that question during the day and in your meditation. Jen, do you have one you want to share? Um, well, I have two actually. So my, one of the things my dad would always tell me is that you're the strongest person I know. So I try to remember that during difficult times, but then I remember scripture too, that, you know, I could do all things through Christ to keep and strengthen me. So there's a couple that I do to keep me going. Lindsay, do you have a new one or you want to remind us of yours? Um, the one I think I gave you last time was um, one step at a time because mm -hmm. I tend to 
have a very hectic life right now and a lot of things on my plate at one time and it's easy to get overwhelmed. And so I just have to pause and say, one step at a time, one thing at a time, it's a series of small steps to get to the end result. Vanessa, how about you? Yeah, it's a little bit uh, similar to that because um, I do baby steps every day and I don't stress myself anymore. So I'm capable of everything I want to, to achieve. And yeah, I'm strong, healthy and alive. So that's my mantra. All right. And Christy slash Phyllis, <laughs> what is yours? <laughs> there, there are two. Um, one is reframe your thoughts. And that's something that I'm really trying to learn to do. And, you know, in all, all aspects of my life. Uh, the other is, uh, like Jen, I have a Bible verse from Esther. And it says, perhaps this is the moment for which you have been created. And so that really speaks to me. And that really is kind of more my mantra. That's powerful. I really like that a lot. And I've just shared mine recently on a podcast and I joked around that I don't know still if I made it up myself or if I've heard it somewhere. Um, but mine is fear is temporary, success is forever. Yeah. And I've explained what I've meant by that, that it doesn't mean that everything you try, you're going to be a success at, but I view success as giving something a shot as at least trying, overcoming that fear and at least trying. And that is a success, no matter whether it happens, doesn't happen, you fail, whatever, whatever happens, fear is temporary, success is forever. So I want to thank each of you for joining me today. It was very important to me to highlight this friendship, unconventional as it may be, because I think people really need that, especially during this time when we all do feel divided, when we you know, feel like we're quarantined at home and we can't do the normal things of going out and having wine night with your friends or whatever. There are ways to still stay connected, stay in each other's lives and keep cheering each other on. And we do that for each of us here. And I wish that for all of the listeners. And if you don't have your tribe yet, reach out to us. You know, we could probably take on a few more. So there's, there's a short application process we'll go through, but just kidding. All are welcome. So again, thanks everybody for joining me and we will see you again in October. Bye everybody. Remember your thoughts become your reality. You have all you need to begin to make your dreams come true. Dream it, believe it, manifest it. Have a great week and I'll talk to you again soon.